0: Oh yeah, I'm Barry Moran, and you're listening to Mayo are back. Howie lads, Con Mort here, Mayo are back.
1: Look at guys, you're listening to one of the best podcasts I've ever heard, it's Mayo are back.
2: Angelina Nugent
1: speaking, just wanted to say, Mayo are
2: back. How do, Pope Francis here, Mayo are back. Mayo are fucking back.
1: Let them say what they like about Mayo people, but Mayo supporters are the best supporters in the world. Mayo are back. May Hello to one and to all. You're very, very welcome to Mayor Back Season Two, Episode Six. You're joining myself, T.J., my two dear, dear friends, Fat Larry and J.P. Hello, gents.
0: Hello, guys. Hi, guys.
1: I'm so appalled. I don't even know if I'm able to think. Well, well, we'll 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 try and we'll try and have a little think about things here. We're just sitting in the De La Salle Brothers Hall in Castlebar in the great county of W. We're sitting here with a, a hot pot of coffee. We're going to pour it out now. We're going to have a little sip, so we are, and we're going to talk about, I suppose, what's been a, a fantastic and fabulous fortnight in Mayo GAA. Where to start, folks? Really, I suppose we'll have to, chronologically speaking, we'll we'll bring you right back to, I suppose, a little gift that was happily received by the coffers in Mikhail Park in Castlebar. They would have been delighted by. J.P. McManus and his little contribution. But it wasn't all so straightforward, was it, gentlemen? No, it was not. Um,
0: once again, our uh, county board have successfully managed to fuck things up royally, I think you could say, in this case. I th- completely that's no...
1: disagree. I think the county board should have squeezed J.P. for a bit more. The county board, you know, their, their their hearts were in the right place. You know, they saw 100, 100 grand... There was no questions asked, they knew what they were going to do with it straight away. Give it to Jimmy Horgan, get the show on the road. Unfortunately, it was meant to be split between all of the clubs, and rather than splitting it between all of the clubs equally, I suppose they went for the most pragmatic option of splitting it between 48 out of the 50 clubs and leaving out Cashel Gales and Balavari.
0: I mean, it's, it's a smart ploy from the county board, you have to say though, because, I mean, it got them back in the headlines. And that's something that they uh, they clearly
1: love. They love being the centre of attention, don't they? Very much so. I suppose it does take a lot of the pressure off the players and uh, take a lot of the spotlight off the players who are, you know, the real problem here, after all. But we won't, we won't delve into that too much because we have something urgent that we had to read out. This was a letter that was sent in to us in the last couple of days and it came from the Cashel Gales PRO, Eugene Rooney and... He said a couple of very stark things in a Gentleman. He said that times are so bad in Cash and Gales at the moment that this season, some of the underage players in the club haven't been able to polish their helmets all year long because of, you know, the way that funds are going in the club at the moment. They, they, they're, they're really, they need to get their helmets polished soon. So in my mind, it's nothing short of a number five to scarce and our country broad should be hanging their heads in shame.
2: Well, again, I'm in a complete disagreement here. The county board were the only ones in Ireland who had the balls to stand up to J.P. McManus and this pathetic donation. Every club should have been getting a 100 grand. Fucking disgrace.
1: Well, it's not the first disgrace and it certainly won't be the last disgrace that we'll oversee this year. I suppose it's worth noting at this point that You know, it's kind of a real testament to the state of things in Mayo at the moment that we've released more podcasts this season since Mayo left the Championship than we actually did when they were in the Championship. And, you know, that's not ideal for us either. We want to be on the merry way to Sam as much as every other inbred does. And equally, if not more so, than our county board management and players do. But, I don't know, times like this during the year, we just have to keep calling it like we see it. And not be phased by anything else that's going on at the moment. So we better talk about, I suppose, even bigger than that little bit of news was the news that was dropped on Thursday night, to no surprise to anyone, and that was the announcement and formal ratification of the new Mayo manger, Jimmy Horgan. Ah, oh, it's great! It's great news, guys. I mean, you have to hand it to the
0: the selection team uh, of Aidan, Seamus and Connor. And um, you know, I think they they really got it right this time. You know, probably. Should have been the the man to get the job as far back as two thousand and fifteen. You know it's it's great for the lads there to
1: finally get the to get what they want. As we've said before, you know never settle for the manger that you have. There's always a better manger out there. So you know as soon as that FBD comes ro- knocking, I'd like to see the pressure being applied to our current manger as well. in fairness, you
0: have to say it's um, they've got it pretty pretty right this time. I think I'd say. We're all pretty unanimous here that James Horne is the man for the job. One little gripe I would have with the management team would be the choice of a, a certain uh, physical education teacher as a member of the backroom team. I think we can all say for certain that we all wanted Joe the Bull McCabe. He was certainly a man who mm. could have added a lot to the wow. team. Absolutely. Um, but it looks like, like we're going to have to make the most of what we have and settle for Danny Fjord.
1: Look, I don't know if that's a fair comment. We were looking for a management team to come in from North Mayo. You know, we're talking big staunch North Mayo inbreds Inbreds. and I think I think we've got that Mayo inbreds and it's those guys from those impoverished areas in the county that you know they'll be the guys that will
2: probably force out the likes of Sinead and Ali but well you can see why the county board went for an extremely inbred North Mayo selection obviously they don't have the knowledge or use of the euro currency up there so we're going to save quite a lot of money because we don't have to pay them However, the county board have balanced that out Because they realise Danny Ford is going to need three full new pitches For all the cones he's going to use on the players Yeah, you can expect that bill to
1: come in pretty heavy now Once the cones are bought for the 2019 season but Do you know what though?
0: Danny Ford has always managed to get the best out of the cones So, you know, could we see a new, uh, a new era for Stephen Cone? No, he's fucked Alright, yeah, sorry so, do you think with this North Mayo ma- uh, management ticket that we're sped on the end for guys like Stephen Cohn,
1: I mean, there can only be room for so many cones on a pitch at well, one time. we've got to
2: bring back Darren.
1: Wow. Darren kicked 5-12 there at the weekend, and, you know, why not bring him back in? Let's relive the glory days. We all remember thumping London and Castlebar. God, that was the handiest Connacht we'd ever win in our lives. We couldn't get close to one since. But not to worry about that, we'll be close to a Connacht come 2019. Don't you worry about that for one second. Now, I suppose with the Horan announcement, the big thing that came out of it was, you know, every club player in the county, everyone I seen in McHale Park last weekend was chatting about this. And it's James Horan's 100. The trial weekend that has been much spoken about over the last few days. And we are truly, truly privileged to have him on the line to explain what it's going to all be about because we're, we're a little bit curious as to what exactly is going to take place over the course of the weekend. So we've been joined on the line by Jimmy Horgan, the new Mayo Senior Manger.
2: Jimmy, you're very welcome. Hi, you guys. Yeah, I'm just here to uh, promote my 100 friends of James Horan, BBB, BQ, Bring Your Own Bag, Bash. So basically, what I'm looking to do is find the 100 most motivated guys who want to be my friend. And who are going to do exactly as I tell them to do. And as well as that, you know, it's my way to kind of weed out all those people I don't like in the country. The Mortimers, the Ronaldsons, and anyone involved with the Mitchells. Really looking forward to it. We're going to have lots of fun. It's going to be a real non-football related thing now, if you know what I mean. There's going to be a pin the tail on the donkey. I mean, Mike Kennelly. Um, Mm. and as well as that one of the big things I kind of said was that the county board are going to pay for it because I was very dissatisfied the last time we slept in bed together
1: thanks a million Jimmy that was you know short but sweet and we hope to see a lot of the friends of the page there getting involved with the trial weekend I suppose we'd be more interested in finding out who won't be invited to the trial weekend will there be anyone not invited to it
0: um. Yeah, I think as James said, it seems fairly clear. If you're from the Mitchells, you might as well you might as well head out in the beer that weekend. Um, there's not much point really in you going. Um, if you're a Ronaldson, a Mortimer, uh, a Reap, I would say probably stay not at much. home, Brian. You're, you're, there's no point going, Brian. I know it's it's known county wide that James Horan has always been a massive fan of Anil. Um. So I mean, it's you know very likely we're going to see Anil Dillo and
1: Anil Freeman back in the team as well to add that little bit of sauce to our forward line. Well, I think that would be great, having watched Anil Dinnell in very close quarters over the course of the weekend. Um, he was doing great canvassing in McHale Park there at the weekend. He was kicking some very favourable shots at goal in towards the Mitchells keeper, obviously to try and pick up a few stray votes in the crowd from the Castlebar diaspora. But one thing I think it's just not it's just not fair, really, is that, you know, he said... Thanks for the top up there. You know, he said that he's inviting 100 players, but once he's invited the 30 players from Ballantubber, there's only going to be 70 spaces left there. I mean, you know, the Plunkets, you're talking about two guaranteed stars on the team there. Um, The O'Connors, obviously, are gonna get back in.
2: He's flying Danny Gertie home from Australia.
1: He might even get Milo in to make a little song for them. He can sing with Conor O'Shea. They're two of Horans men, Milo and Conor O'Shea.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be a real exciting weekend. There's going to be lots of fun, lots of bouncing castles and pin the tail of the donkey and a rodeo bull on Aidan O'Shea. It's going to be a real fun weekend, and I think we're all looking forward to it. And as we all know, uh, if you think you're good enough,
1: give it a go. You're probably not. Fabulous. I don't know why it is limited to 100. I think it should be with the 1,000 best club footballers in Mayo that are asked to go. Give everyone a fair crack at the whip. We better leave it there for part one, guys, before we say anything that'll get us in hot water with the powers that be. So we'll move on into part two. We'll be right back with our review of the club championship. Listen, guys, a fabulous young crop oh, of guys. I mean, you
0: know. I think we gotta look elsewhere. We've gotta look for the divine.
2: And under, under the football, current structure. Fluid type football, main fisting.
0: What about the extra monies?
2: When I hear this, guys, it just makes me sick. Male are they are they're just completely genderfied right now. They're—they're they're so mainstream, it's disgusting. They need to go back, you know. They need to yeah. become a bit more hipster. They I need think. to go back to their gender fluid ways in '96.
1: Now we're going to step away from the usual designated service of bashing the county broad and the players. <laughs> And we're gonna move swiftly on to the Mayo GDA club championship which was in full heavy flow over the course of the weekend I myself was privileged enough to be there and I really drank in the atmosphere, it has to be said So we had on Saturday, we had our senior, Shami Filans
0: I saw lots of people there that we talk about all the time and I was looking at them But they didn't know who I was But I was
1: there, I'm watching you guys and of course we were live tweeting our way through it as well and thanks to everyone who interacted with that over the course of the weekend. I suppose no better place to start than with, I would I would argue, the best team to have ever competed in the Mayo Club Championship through all the eras, and that would be this current crop from Brafe guys. What a, what a, what a, what a team.
0: Yeah, Brafie, really good team. No doubt about it. They're, they're going to be the front runners for this county final. You know, all the way from Mayo's new number one, uh, Rob Henley in goal, um, to Eddie Cumway coming off the bench. I mean, they've got such depth coming in there. Like, just, you know, they're they're a force to be reckoned with, I feel, at county level and national level. Well, it's Um,
2: obvious to see that Rafi are really flexing their muscles now because they've got rid of the man that they didn't want in Rochford. And they've got back in their... Dreamhood boy toy In James Horan
1: Well I think it's worth noting Garrett Dunn's performance At the weekend The young that. The young blonde bimbo He scored one of the Smashiest fists I've seen in McHale Park In in, in many years And I think Horan's call up Must be on the table For this guy It
0: almost burst the ball bag
1: You know it, it put in comparison When you see the opposition Someone from Ballahadrine You know the likes of Sunbed Hanley Who was You know spent years fisting down under And we watched him In McHale Park The last day And he was pretty anonymous I have to say one man from Balahadrine you could not tar with the same brush was their staunchly inbred fullback, big fan and follower of the page as we are of him, Seamus Kniff. What did we think of the ostrich? The flying ostrich, Seamus. Yeah, really
0: good. Um, you know, there wasn't there wasn't too many standout performers as you said yourself. There, you know, uh, Shavon Akram was pretty anonymous. Donald Drake. Uh, it's fair to say Donald had his he had his duck cooked by Ado XI at the weekend. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Seamus really did himself no harm there. Uh, we can expect to see him probably in, in Horan's 100 going forward
1: over the next uh, next season. For me, he'd be in Horan's 15. I mean, I caught up with John Casey, former Mayo footballer there at the weekend, and we had a good, long, in-depth discussion about Seamus' skills at full-back. You know, he said the guy, he's got these long, fast, strong, you know, fabulous legs like an ostrich and yet he's got these long, wide-reaching tentacles like an octopus that he uses to tackle. So, you know, it sounds like the perfect combo at fullback for me.
0: Yeah, really good. And, you know, congratulations to Brafe as we said, uh, into the county final. The other game uh, on the night, on Saturday, of course, was uh, uh, Horan's B-Tubber against the Castlebar McShaws. Um, you know, I think probably the standout thing that I took from the game was the fact that Killian O'Connor actually scored a free and added time to keep
1: Ballantubber alive. I think that was a big positive to take from the weekend. Well, it's good to know he can kick them. Another man that can certainly kick them, and he hasn't stopped even since his retirement from intercounty football, Le Grand Oiseau, Barry Moran. What do we make of his performance of the weekend, guys?
0: Yeah, really good. Real driving force for the Mickshaws in midfield, you know... Wasn't faced with a massive task in marking Jason Gibbons um, who's, ne- who's never been much of a player But, you know, fair dues in... to Barry still going, still going strong
2: He'll still be in Horan's 15 though
0: Absolutely, yeah So of course, uh, Ballantybber and uh, the Mick Shaws Will have to do it again next weekend But I suppose we can all say that Given Brafie's strong culture of winning over the last few years it's likely that their stranglehold of Mayo G A will now extend to the Moclair Cup as well in 2018.
1: Yeah, safe to say, it doesn't matter who shows up, the cup is going to be residing in Braffy this year. Now, moving swiftly on to the Inters, we have a lot of hot talking points that we saw over the weekend. Lots of good friends of ours were playing at the weekend. Yeah, more friends of ours. We asked a question, what's the difference between the Senior Championship and the Intermediate Championship? And the answer is movement. There's a lot of movement in the senior championship, but thankfully most of them all got knocked out at the weekend. So, there's not that much movement in the intermediate championship, but there is some dear, dear friends of the page. None more so than the bell mullet, netminder, Scott Kilker. Or, if there's an Irish grant going, Scott MacHilachar. Yeah, uh, the grand old Duke of York. Uh, he excelled on
0: Monday morning. He rushed over late Sunday night, got a plane for his uh, trial at Wigan Athletic. He'll be putting uh, Shaka Hislop under a lot of pressure, I think, now of the coming years
1: for that number one spot. And they ultimately saw off a very, you know, a strong, a fabulous, young, passionate Quilchima side led by Quilty Madge, led by Eugenius Lavin, who was kicking them from the fifty. The man could do no more. Yeah, couldn't. They couldn't do much right again for the third year in a row. It's always nice to
0: see an intermediate these teams uh, lose year on year. Kilchema, that team at the minute. Um, nice to see a team who have struggled, last three finals in a row. uh Burr-Shule, they came through as well. And big, look at, an inbred we,
1: stronghold. We can't talk about burr without mentioning the sterling performance in front of goal of Jason Dorothy. From start to finish, he looked like a player that's very capable of making, you know, some sort of impact for Mayo at some stage in his career. Hopefully, maybe even next season in the FBD League. Yeah. And they, of course, got the better of the Neil. What did you make of the Neil over the weekend, Fat Larry? Yeah, Daniil was... Daniil were really
0: good, again. Um, but, as we said, James Horne doesn't have much interest in Neil Douglas, as we know. So, I suppose he can probably do what he wants, but James Horne would probably always be more interested in playing Snake on his mobile, as we uh, saw in McHale Park over the weekend. Yeah, another great performance from uh, the Neil. But not to be this time unfortunately But they'll be back They'll be back next year They've got some good players there I'm sure we'll see Conroy Brothers And maybe uh, Tommy Golds Come into the, the Into Horns 100 as well And um, they'll be putting guys Like Evan Regan Under a lot of pressure Serious. For that corner forward position Serious
1: pressure well, Conroy is not leaving Conor not with Horne, Horne around If Connor leaves They're all gone You know Seniors and intermediates To one side That's not where The true passion Of inbreds lie The true passion came in two little battles that we saw over the course of the weekend and they were the regulation clashes. We'd like to extend warm wishes and well done to Mayo Gowls and their goalie, Paul Manaion, who's a dear, dear friend of the page here. And we'd like to, uh, I suppose, make an even bigger song and dance about the Ballandine Moy Davits at the weekend, who brought on their fisting king, fisting Mickey Conroy, who fisted at the deaths to save their foreskins against Cross the Malina.
0: Listening to Mickey Conroy yesterday, obviously, on Midwest Radio, he pointed out that Horn had been in touch. I think we can definitely see him um, getting to shake
1: his arse around Flanagan Park next January in the DBF League. Which we know is more crucial than ever this season, guys, with the knockout element being brought into it. It will have to be Horan's priority for year one of the four-year plan.
0: Look, obviously, we're going to talk with the DBF League in a lot more detail later on. We'll probably have an exclusive podcast for that, but it's going to be one of the great
1: DBF Leagues, I think. We're really looking forward to it. But that's for another day, of course. Yeah, I think we've kind of covered everything on the club scene at the moment. Luckily, we did. As far as I gather, there's no other podcast in Mayo saying anything about the clubs who are, you know... Some would say, training all year long through wind, rain, sleet and snow to try and get their chances on the big stage. And, you know, certain, you know, media outlets won't even cover that. So it's lucky that we are getting behind clubs this year. And we Oh! Will... oh! Fat Larry, is everything okay? Guys, I'm just after remembering
0: something. I was asleep last night and I just remembered I had this really cool dream. I had this dream that Tom Parsons was doing jumping jacks, wearing <laughs> nothing but his new Mayo jersey, and it was class! Oh my god!
2: <laughs>
1: we'll be back for part
2: three. Oh look at the fool in the hazard! Go on! You yeah, fool, yeah, give it somebody.
1: Oh, you bollocks Andy, yeah!
2: You fucking bollocks Andy! Jesus Christ! But
1: fuck shake Andy when you do something! Alright, folks, you're very welcome back to part three, the final part of this evening's podcast. Thank you for sticking with us so far. I suppose at this point it's time for us to, you know, give back a little bit. It's not all about us here. You know, we're only here to serve the fans, and the fans have been in contact. They've been contacting us in their droves. There's even talk about taking on a couple of new employees here at Mayor Back offices with the sheer volume of questions that have come in this evening.
0: But if anyone else is interested in getting involved, we're always looking for help here. We're always open to people coming in, working with the erected executive of the Mayor Back team. So guys, we have been sent in a number of questions here from um, some of Mayor Back's inbred following. Thanks for your input, so we're going to read a few of them out now. So, first question is, thoughts on the Mayo GAA PRO giving out about the Keyboard
1: Warriors? The semi-PRO. The Mayo Amateur. I suppose we couldn't ignore this, you know, we opened the Western inbreds this morning, and it was pretty much staring us straight in the face. Initially, it said, come and have a go, and we thought it was kind of a, an even more open invitation to the Horan Trials, but it actually wasn't. It was actually a bit of a slight at some of the keyboard warriors out there, and you know what? We're in full 100% agreement with Mayo GAA on this one. There are too many keyboard warriors out there, and you know... We're appalled by these keyboard warriors. They
0: well, are disgusting. We disagree with...
1: Everything they do They're not exclusively outside of this group There's a, you know You know The PRO has asked for people to get involved with their clubs Fat Larry, when was the last time you were at one of your club meetings? Um, I went to a club meeting back in 2003 Oh, you're a
0: disgrace so That was the last time I, I was at a club meeting Get out
1: I, on the other hand, you know, I, I've been putting in many, many hours of my club. I, I go down and line the pitches every weekend and lay out the flags. And I, you know, was up for a, a position at the AGM there recently. But unfortunately, I did not get um, elected as the board and og officer of the club because I was erected during the meeting. And that kind of really stood against me when the voting happened.
2: I'm very involved in my club. I like to hurl abuse at our best players.
1: But, you know, since Maywege started getting us on board and using manger... You know, we're feeling very much included in it. And, you know, if they're having any troubles there, we're only ever a DM away, guys. You know, just send us a little message if you want us to help you with any of your spellings on some of the tougher words, like shamey filings or anything like that. You know, we're always just a little DM away. So send, send, send us a little hit on the page, and we'd be more than happy to help you out with whatever you're struggling with at the moment.
0: Are you okay, hon?
1: And, you know, we're really, really can only praise the county broad for their actions over the past couple of months. They do a real good job. A hundred percent, yeah. Especially since they started giving us Corge Mayo tickets in order for us to make favourable comments about them on podcasts. But I they suppose are a
2: well-run organisation.
1: If there's one disgrace in Mayo at the moment, it has to be the youth. I mean, anyone that was in McHale Park over the weekend would have saw this, and it, was, it, it, it disgusted me. It rocked us to our core. McHale Park is one of the finest surfaces in Castlebar, and for young kids to be out there tearing it up in their size 3 shoes, it just made me sick. It was, it was a disgrace, and I commend the stewards that fucked them off the pitch at the weekend. Fair play. Admirable, admirable stewards. Honourable men.
2: Peter Gerty.
1: They did a great job of it as well. You know, more shouting and more hitting of the kids next week, I would say, if they come near it on county final night. How dare they? How Idiots! How dare they?
0: And, I mean, you got to say, guys, well, the county board are working in under very, very difficult circumstances. I mean, you know... Circumcisions. Yes, they're doing a lot of fundraising to pay off a stadium. That, in
1: fairness, it wasn't their fault that it cost that much money. You know, we you were know. saying how good the pitch is at McHale Park. We must also... Con- you know, commend the proportions of the stand. I mean, right the way around, it's a real even, uh, you know, well-made... Um, great atmosphere. Great atmosphere generated all of the games there. You know, having one massively lopsided stand does that. You can't beat uh, the stand in McHale Park when it's packed to capacity. The only thing better than the stand in McHale Park is the sand in McHale Park. And I think they'll be taking a good ton of it from Berthra Beach. and f putting it onto the pitch now, the weeks to come, getting ready for this final. Into the eyes of the kids that come on. Excellent idea! Solve two birds with the one stone. Burn Speaking of up. birds, how are you, David Drake? If you're listening, how are you, Donald? Quack quack. <laughs> we must say hello to Quailon Crow. Wasn't in action at the weekend, and he was sorely missed. we will be looking forward to see him in the green above the red next season. Quack.
0: So the next question that we have been sent in by our fans is: Should Killian O'Connor be captain again for 2019? Interesting question
1: bit Of a rhetorical question, really. I mean, it was more Killian picking the manager than the manager picking Killian, so it's kind of sewn up as far as I can see. As far see. as I can see, if he wants it, he can have it, it's there for him. Next question
0: we have got here is Do you reckon that Born Horn has got what it takes to
1: capture the big one? What's the big one? Uh, the DBF League. Oh, yes, you think so? I'm not sure. There's meant to be a pretty, pretty good outfit in Sligo IT this season.
2: They'll well, be training. See, he's going using the money that Westport GA gave him for the three-year term. So he's going to actually buy the cup. So yes, he's going to win. You'd have
1: to think Mayo are going to be really difficult to beat as well with a hundred players on the pitch. Very true. It should definitely be one of their main strengths going forward this season
0: really important question come, that's come in here that I think will concern an awful mm. lot of Mayo uh, inbreds uh, county wide is is it true Michael O'Boyle wears
1: his hat above his ears in order to give Anto good luck? 100% and I saw Michael in the stadium there at the weekend and just as Anto was entering the pitch, he actually lifted his hat up a little bit just to get the ears out, get rid of the ear coverage. And, you know, it transferred onto the pitch when Anto scored a, a stellar point for the Minstrels. Great point to
0: keep the Mickshaws alive. And I think if you're looking for forwards that could make a big difference in the Mayo team, obviously this is a rhetorical statement because Mich- Mitchell's players won't be accepted on the team. Anthony O'Boyle is one of the best forwards in the county. Another interesting question has come in here asking, can we get a Mayor back trip to New York for the first round of the Connacht Championship next year? The answer to that would be, we would love to go to New York next year, but unfortunately, flights are extremely expensive. Mm. And, you know, I don't think with the level of cash that this podcast is generating that we would be able to afford such a trip. So unless anyone out there would be interested in providing us with some sort of financial backing or maybe, you know, if maybe one of the birds would agree to fly us over, you know, maybe the back trip could happen, but otherwise I don't think it's feasible.
2: We could make the 100 players yet, you never know.
0: Ah, oh, there's life in the old Dogs yet, so there is. Another question here. From last year's panel, who can you see, first of all, getting the cut and what new players would you like to see? I mean, you'd have to say that a player who's, you know, unfortunately for him, guaranteed to get the cut, it's going to be the man from Foxford, Brian Reap. I mean,
1: Horne's going to have to come up with some excuse this year to drop him, but no doubt he will. I mean, it's getting tougher and tougher each year to come up with reasons, you know, outside of his undoubted footballing ability. But I'm sure they'll find something, and once the FPG has come and gone, Brian will have come and gone as well. I'm sure they'll be... A plethora of big teams in the States willing to snap him up Other players to get the cut, I mean You gotta Conor O'Shea! There's lads from the Neil like Stephen Conroy and Tommy Conroy and Aidan O'Sullivan and, you know They're all better than that fella
2: He's only on the team because Aidan O'Shea said so
1: One in, all in
0: And, you know, as we said Given the uh, high incidence of North Mayo inbreds in the Mayo uh, management team, you, you're, you really have to fear for guys like Traffic Cone, uh, Kalan Crow, Sinead Nally. Sinead Nally. Um, you know, I'm sure if there was anyone good enough from Claire Morris to be on the team, I'm sure they'd be cut fairly lively as well. Wait, um, today's a the Tuesday, they're all drinking. Yeah. Donald Vaughan is probably lucky that he transferred to the West... He could probably have Counted himself out as well Just being, in time Being a, a banal road man I suppose Any
1: players that We would like to see Get in To the county panel Next year I just don't think Anyone's good enough No and as Jimmy Sign says If you're not good enough You're not good enough
0: I'd make a couple of small tweaks to that Mayo panel. For starters, I'd bring in uh, Conor Dickskin and the whole Mayo under 20 panel. Fabulous um, young guys. Really good, really good, fabulous young footballers. We can bring in the fruit of John Mahan's loins, Johnny Jr. He's going to really shore up our backline. I'd also uh, consider bringing in Adnan Gallagher of, of the Mayo ghouls. A really really top young prospect and with all he's this new guy who's been coming up in the last couple of years we haven't heard a lot of him but
1: i think he's going to come through you know it's the type of players that james horgan's going to be looking for he's going to be looking for young fit fast athletic guys stylish guys who are able to play you know what can be described as
0: gender fluid attacking football that is an absolute must for this Mayo team heading into 2019. I agree. You know, we're going to need to be much more gender fluid than we've ever been in the past. we got to need guys who've got to be able to be gender fluid between attack and defence, you know. They can't be put into any one sort of group, you know. They've got to be willing to adapt. They've got to be equally as
1: comfortable fisting as they are with footing. Yeah,
0: you know, they've got to use all of the tools
1: they have available to them to get
0: maximum enjoyment out of their season.
1: And hopefully the rule changes will favour this gender fluid Mayo side. Like, one rule change I would love to bring in if I was involved would be to bring in the use of a 60-yard aimless kick pass, one in every attack. Just like exactly like what Braithy and Balahadrine were playing at the weekend. Yeah. Um. Real stuff for inbred purists. So with that, guys, we're going to
0: bring this week's podcast to a close. So at this point, I think uh, what you should all do, get off social media, turn yeah. off your phones, yeah, get out, get involved in your
1: own club, and get swindling people for cash, and give it to Mayo OGA. Go and do a flag day outside Mulroys. Go to a couple of county board meetings and start training the under team and actually do something for your club. And then slate the county board. Yeah, keyboard warriors, You, you make me sick. You make us all sick. Good luck, lads. Mayo do-do-do.
2: Let's go back to County Mayo, the pride upon the west. In the mountain of proprietary. Patrick, not trying but satisfied. best. Honnes and Clare Morris, those towns I sure don't know. It was there I spent my childhood in the...